Matthew 8, 18 through 22. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. When that scribe said to Jesus, I will follow you, he was volunteering for the right thing. I want to follow Jesus. I think that your life will be better if you choose to follow Jesus. For us to say, I will follow you, that's the easy part. It gets really hard when we add the words, wherever you go. Because Jesus goes to some really uncomfortable places. When we read about this scribe saying to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go, we might expect Jesus to respond by praising him for his good intentions and his willing heart. But just notice how Jesus responds. He aims to paint a realistic picture of wherever you go. He says, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. What was he saying here? He doesn't have a home. There's a safe place for the fox. There is a comfortable nest for the bird, but there's no place for Jesus. If you follow Jesus wherever he goes, you're not going to end up in a comfy home because Jesus doesn't have one, at least not on this earth. The Spirit of God doesn't belong in our sinful world. So when we choose to follow Jesus wherever he goes, we're choosing to not belong here. Now, there is an incredible belonging that we find in Christ and in the community of believers, but we're not going to find belonging or convenience or comfort when we choose to follow Jesus wherever he goes. We are choosing a path where there is no place to lay our head. Now, a lot of people have understood this in a way that is really harmful. They choose a path of intentionally hurting themselves and depriving themselves because they think that by these actions, they will earn something good from God. And that's just not how it works. God wants us to be happy. When he said that he had no place to lay his head, he's not saying that he's disappointed in you if you use a pillow. If you have good things in your life or things that bring comfort, praise God for those things. But what he is saying is that if you choose to follow him wherever he goes, you're choosing to make those comfortable things secondary to the mission of Jesus. And so often in following Jesus wherever he goes, you will be going down a path of most resistance. Having nice things is not bad, but it's also not guaranteed and it's not the goal if you're going to follow Jesus wherever he goes. Jesus' response to the next disciple paints this picture more fully. He said, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. My first reaction to these words is that they just don't really make sense. How can dead people bury dead people? And my next reaction is that Jesus was being a bit insensitive. The disciple here is talking about burying his father. This person had just experienced a painful loss. They needed comfort. 
then Jesus seems to just dismiss his really tough situation. Those are my honest initial reactions. But I trust Jesus too much to stick with these interpretations. See, Jesus cares for the emotions of people. And the Bible calls us to meet the needs of those around us. In fact, it commands us to honor our father and our mother. So Jesus is not teaching that we should not grieve or that we should neglect our family duties to follow him. Actually, Jesus is still explaining the extent of wherever you go. He's explaining to us that following him not only includes wherever you go, it also includes whenever you go. We're never going to follow Jesus wherever he goes if something else remains a more urgent priority. Nothing else comes first. To bury your father is good. It's not wrong. It just can't come before following Jesus. And I imagine with what I know about the heart of God, that if that disciple would have followed Jesus right then, Jesus might have said something like, good, now let's go bury your father together. Jesus doesn't take us away from meaningful things that we need to do in this life. When he gets the first place in our hearts, he helps us to prioritize those meaningful things, and then he leads us back into those things filled with his spirit. In this short dialogue in Matthew 8, Jesus kind of jumped on the scribe and the disciple with some sharp, strong responses. He didn't jump on them because their words were wrong, but because their words were exactly what Jesus is calling us to. And Jesus wanted to make sure that they understood what they were saying. That scribe was not wrong when he said, I will follow you wherever you go. He just didn't quite understand what is meant by those incredible words. By nature, we are all focused on self. And Jesus, in these words, is shifting the focus from whatever I'm doing to wherever he is going. So this becomes the goal. It's no longer about what I'm doing. It's about seeing where God is moving and joining him. And to do that, we have to develop eyes that see God. We could say that we're going to follow him wherever he goes, but how do we know where he's going? Unless we develop spiritual discernment to see the movement of God. To follow Jesus wherever he goes is a really big, incredible calling. The term follow is one that we use these days with a very low level of commitment. To follow someone on social media means that you click a button and you sometimes observe what that person is posting. It requires only a passive interest and support. You might watch something they put on the internet or occasionally comment or like, but that is not wherever you go. What that scribe said to Jesus is a huge commitment. And I'm convinced that it is absolutely the best way to live. But let's remind ourselves the kind of places that Jesus goes. Isaiah 53 says, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. He was oppressed 
and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, he opened not his mouth. Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Sorrows, grief, affliction, pierced, crushed, slaughter, wherever you go. In Philippians 2, Paul writes, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant and being in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Emptied, humbled, obedient, death, wherever you go. The model here is to willingly let go of the high position and come down to the low position in love and service to others, wherever you go. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. To the poor, the captives, the blind, the oppressed, wherever you go. The Jesus that we are following is the one who ate with tax collectors and sinners. He's the one who left glory and chose suffering because he loved us too much to take the easy way. To follow Jesus wherever he goes is not an easy life, but I'm still convinced it's the best one. It willingly sets aside a lot of pleasant things that the world offers, but the fulfillment that we find in Christ is better than anything we give up. Do you want to follow Jesus? Do you want to follow him wherever he goes? How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Speak, Lord wherever you get podcasts.